right, now it is time for our interview segment. Man, I am so excited about this one today because we're dabbling in some music, man. Melinda Hale is coming on the show. She yeah. got this new single that's already out, La La Song. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about this too. I mean, it's entertainment, right? We're all about entertainment. Exactly. And music is huge right now, obviously. Mm-hmm. And But she's also a fellow podcaster. Yeah, she is. Uh, and she did some acting, and so she's well-rounded, man. I'm excited to talk to her. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, here she is. Hello. Hi. So, Melinda, welcome inside the Crazy Ant Farm. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, man. We're so excited to talk to you today because, obviously, the La La song is out, plus your EP, The One, is also out for everyone to stream everywhere. Yes. And you're a fellow podcaster. Yeah. You've you... done some acting. I am. <laughs> and you're all over the place, but I, I love I that. Am. And I'm really excited <laughs> about the podcast because you're a person after my own heart. You clearly like to touch on the uh, controversial subjects and not scared to say what you think. So that's, that's right. going to be fun. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Oh, man. But what we like to do is introduce you to the audience and the listeners out there who might not know who you are. We like to ask you to talk about your backstory, how you got into music. I I see that you got started really early, started writing your own stuff around like nine, right? Yeah, I did. Oh my goodness. So was that something you always wanted to do, music? Or how did how did you kind of fall into that? Is the family musical or? You know, that's Well, my dad was a musician and he always exposed me to like Motown and soul and just oldies and really good music growing up. And I, I grew up singing in church, which a lot of singers, of course, that's how they grew up. Mm-hmm. And it just always was something that I turned to. You know, I was always singing. I was always wanting to buy new tapes. I'm dating myself. Um, <laughs> back in the day. And then, um, you know, just in elementary school, school I started doing musical theater and then high school doing musical theater and singing in jazz choir and exposing myself to all sorts of genres and then I went to college and I, uh, I, I went to school for opera, which a lot of people don't know that about me. Um, I never intended to be an opera singer, but I, I wanted to get really good training. Mm-hmm. And then uh, following college, I just started performing out with bands and, and singing cover bands and wedding bands and doing all that stuff. And I had been starting writing my music, you know, like you mentioned, at nine years old. It clearly was not good at nine. I had no idea what to talk <laughs> about. But, uh, getting training in college and doing kind of commercial music and, and working with other singer-songwriters, my, my sound changed. And I learned how to kind of speak my voice through music. So that leads me to today, just being able to do it full time. And I love using music as a means to express myself and my my views and just let people kind of into my world a little bit. Oh, wow. that That's just fantastic. Now, doing some research on you to get ready for this interview, I saw that you were watching the Super Bowl and you saw Whitney Houston singing the national anthem. And that's when you decided. That's when you decided. Yeah, I was five years old. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Remember, I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that. My parents remember this to this day, and I remember it. And I just remember being blown away and how I felt, even at five years old, but hearing her voice and how she affected everybody in the crowd. Like, that's just what I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to affect people in that way and inspire people in that way just with my voice. Yeah. So, she's played a huge, uh, a huge part in, in my career path. And, and absolutely, I, re- I remember that. T- I wasn't five, but we won't go there. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I do remember. I mean, I th- I thought sh- that you're right. The voice was just phenomenal. But the way she was able to connect, I guess, to the entire emotion mm-hmm. that the the country was feeling at that time, and just bring it together. Yeah, I mean, goosebumps, and I can totally see how absolutely. it would inspire you. It's like what you said to be able to express her 
her feelings with her voice and through song. And man, she nailed it that day for sure. 100%. And I say, I was like, I feel like this is one of the most patriotic things to have ever happened in this country. Oh, absolutely. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Well, you said you grew up on Motown and, uh, so, and I saw that one of your podcast titles was talking about Michael Jackson. How do you, how does that feel right now? How do you feel about him? It's hard, you know, it's a very different situation because in so many of these situations, it it is hard to separate the person from the music, but I I get why people kind of are straying away from him and straying away from his music. And I respect that wholeheartedly. Um, I, I'm definitely one of the people that leans more on, um, believing victims. Um, Mm -hmm. but I do like to hear facts and I do like to hear stories, but it's a hard situation. And I think a lot of people are struggling with it. Oh yes, very much so. Very much so. We do a top five segment on our podcast where we list like the top five music videos or top five films where uh, a couple weeks ago we did top five music videos. And of course we have to mention thriller. We have to put thriller in there, but we did also, we did also have to talk about, well, I mean, should we do it? Should we not? Because it was just such a controversial thing right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, but no matter what you believe, it's not going to be denied with his talent and the mark that he did make in the music industry. Yeah. I I like that point. And and I think that transcends through so much of entertainment right now with the, with the actors, with the me too movement or, or the musicians in the music and, and all of the allegations. I mean, it really is. I agree with you hard to separate the person from their craft, but I, I hope in some instances people can because I feel like, like you said, they contributed to our art exactly. and to the arts, uh, you know, and, and it would be sad for people not to be able to experience that because right. they can't get past right. what the person did. And that would be unfortunate. But I, I hope sure. it is, though. I, I understand people who can't separate it. But what a waste if, if we lose so much of that art that's been contributed by so many talented people. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Well, we brought up the podcast. Let's talk about that a little bit. You just started uh, in February, right? Is that right? Yeah, that's, brand new. <laughs> that's so exciting, so exciting. And it's kind of like ours, talking about the controversial topics, what's going down in Hollywood. So it's very similar. So we are huge supporters already. I already subscribed. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Thank of course, you. of course. I, and then, of course. I think so many people are so afraid to talk about those controversial topics and we can never really get past them if, if we keep kind of sweeping them under the rug you know so we have to have conversations about it definitely definitely there needs to be open dialogue and you're not by yourself on this podcast right you got a co-host yes i do his name is carmel humphrey and he's a longtime friend and a comedian and an entrepreneur so we we have a very good chemistry yeah oh that's just fantastic that's fantastic and we're huge coffee fans uh and we see he's got his own brew right <laughs> he does and it's it's fantastic oh so, man so jealous yes. where, where where can we uh pick some of that up <laughs> right. so right now it's just um an east door and it'll be shipped to you but it's black brew but with no a's <laughs> so that's yeah. the hard thing <laughs> that's fantastic so you yeah. jumped in well, yeah logan asked you about michael jackson i gotta ask because it looked like you jumped right in on the podcast about jussie yeah <laughs> um oh exactly oh well, i mean we we've done several episodes about Jussie. yeah seriously um man i just what are your thoughts on that because my thoughts are on like I just I, I I can't fathom why someone would ever find themselves in a situation where they felt like they had to do that. It, if if he he did indeed do it, I, I just I, I can't fathom myself like 
I understand all the stuff that's going on. I understand the meaning about what he was trying to do or what he says he was trying to do. But man, I, I think like it's more was, harmful yeah. than helpful. Yeah. 100%. And if you understand the meaning behind what he was trying to do, I'd love for you to tell me because I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm just so conf- The whole thing is so bizarre to me. And mm-hmm. even with all the little facts that kept coming out and, and then all of a sudden all the, the charges getting dropped, I'm just really thrown for a loop with this situation. To me, it is. it, it may, by the end of the year, this is still going to be one of the most bizarre situations that has happened this no, year. I agree right. with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just think, uh, clarify what I meant by I, I, I understand what he was trying to do. I think that if he did indeed do it, which it certainly looks like he did, I think mm-hmm. that he was attempting to use the situation of how society is right now and the divide and the hate that's that's in this nation and try to have something that he could use to get his message out there and that we can do better. We need to learn to get along. We need to, but I, I, the way that it backfired on him when by staging it all, as opposed to it really happening, I think he's done just the opposite. I think his intent maybe was good. Had he had it followed through and nobody found out that it was staged, but I feel like he's at a point in his life where he's got a platform to be able to send that message out there Mm -hmm. about equality and about love and about the divide and the hate without having to have done something like this. Exactly. But also, I can in this moment think of five different scenarios that could have been better executed than that one was. Absolutely. So I don't really know what he was thinking because it was not, it was poorly executed. It wasn't a good plan. And I, if you're going to invest money in something, like make it good. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Exactly. I think Charles Barkley nailed it. That, but he was just like, uh, if you're going to write a check, don't write a check. <laughs> it's not that simple. You know, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but and don't uh, put for masks and bleach and you know on the th- on the oh my gosh I, I just don't even know but I love the fact though that you have a podcast and that you're especially as a young woman and a young woman of color that you're able to just say you know what I'm gonna come at it I'm gonna say what I think uh-huh. because I think a lot of people are timid and like you said a lot of people don't want to start the dialogue and have a discussion for so so for someone of your age and I mean come on culture now I mean okay you're a woman of color you're a woman and you're and you're young all three you would assume in today's culture are against you to yeah. from the start sure. and yet sure. you're like you know what <laughs> let's yeah. have a conversation and I'm going to tell you why it's not against me and exactly. I'm and I love that Thank you. I appreciate that. You got to be fearless and take risks. So I've always kind of been that way. And yeah, I'm not afraid to speak my mind. It's really, if people follow me on social media, on my Facebook and my Twitter, the podcast is really just an extension of that. I mean, I've gotten (laughs) myself into so much trouble on Twitter, but um, (laughs) that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast. So I just like to talk and speak my mind. And I'm I'm very open too. I mean, I love hearing different points of view, but Mm -hmm. if you don't come at me with facts and you're just saying certain things, then I'm going to, I'm going to come right back at you. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think we're just like that. Yeah, right? seriously. I, mean, I feel like I, w- I will respect the hell out of you, even if you completely disagree with me, as mm-hmm. long as you can oh. back up why you think the exactly. way you think. And not Absolutely. with because or because yeah. you know it's this way or that. no back it up and if you can legitimately back up why you think the way you think or have a point that you have and it's different from mine i will respect exactly. the shit out of it as long as you can back yeah, it up for sure for sure totally agree with that 
Yep. Oh man! But uh, let's talk about your music, the La La song. I I honestly can't get this song out of my head. La 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 La, and I love the video too. That was with your husband, right? In the video? Yes, we did a cute little fun kind of home video style music video. It was great. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome, and that's available anywhere people can listen to music, right? Correct. iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Pandora, all of it. Yep. Awesome, awesome. Man, and you've also dabbled a little bit in the acting. How How is that? Acting's been a lot of fun. I've done a few commercials, a few TV movies, some independent films and things like that. And I I just enjoy it. You know, I, like I started doing theater and I've done acting classes and everything. Music's always been my number one, but acting's definitely a lot of fun. I just love being involved in the arts in any way I can express myself. So, yeah, I try to do it as often as I can. Well, definitely. I mean, especially since you are uh, L.A. based. I mean, you're in the perfect place. Right, right. Lots of opportunity. Yes, Lots of opportunity. definitely. So much opportunity that we can't wait to move out there in May. <laughs> That's <laughs> Just, right. To be We're honest. headed out there in May, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you cool. have a particular uh, genre that, that, that you tend to lean towards? Or I mean, I know you, you mentioned Motown growing up, but it seems to me like you're so well-rounded and have such a background in, in different arts and culture. Yeah, seriously. Do you have a genre that you lean to, or are you all over in music? I mean, I just say I'm in the adult contemporary genre, and mm-hmm. I think that kind of, you know, bookends everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, seriously. Um, the your the La La song kind of reminded me of a couple years ago, the the love song, I'm not going to write you a love song. Oh, Because you asked yes. for it. Yeah, it really yeah. reminded me a lot of that. And honestly, I was oh, not expecting you. that. It was so good. Thank you. Yeah, she's a huge influence on, on, on my songwriting, so that means a lot. Thank you. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, um, I mean, what what else do you got coming out this year? What else do you have on the agenda, I should say? Yeah, for sure. So, um, my next single that I'm releasing is a song called Story. Mm. And uh, I wrote this a, a couple years ago, actually, with a friend of mine named Kevin Porter, who also produced the song. And since a lot of my songs, if you've heard some of my past music, mm-hmm. I, I focused on social justice causes mm-hmm. and things that are to me. This song is really tackling... Um, the stories of homeless people because I think that that's mm. something that we don't think about, Definitely. especially in a, surrounded by that we have such a large homeless population and it's incredibly sad to see. And so I wanted people to, in hearing this song, really think about and remember that these people had parents once, they were a child once, you know, they probably had dreams and aspirations and we don't really know how they ended up in this position because there seems to be just such a negative perception of homeless mm-hmm. people. Um, I just wanted people to, you know, think, like, what's their story? So it's a a really, really touching video and kind of follows the profile of a a few homeless people. And I I think people will be really touched by it. And what a great what a great subject. I mean, you know, because I think a lot of people, especially L.A., you know, I know the first time we went out there, we were kind of shocked by, you know, because you always see this imagery of L.A. to the rest of the world. Right. You know, and but then when you get there and you realize, you know, right around the corner from where they're doing the world premiere, there are homeless people and there are drug addicts and there are problems. And, yeah, I I think it's got to be one of the largest tent cities I've ever seen in my life of homeless people. And you're right. It, it, it is an epidemic in this country and one that needs to be talked about and addressed. So kudos to that for putting out a song about it because it is a problem. Mm, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I think what a lot of people don't realize is we're all just a couple of bad breaks away. Yeah, you know, I, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think there is such a stigma against homeless people and, and, and this this bad vibe. But you don't know what got them there, and and they were, you know, I just yeah, kudos. I hope the song does huge. It can happen to anybody. It can happen to 
anybody, and I don't think people realize that. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Well, like I said, I started following you on social media, and I saw that you've been posting a lot about Nipsey Hussle. What I mean, that is such a crazy situation. What do you do? You think there's some uh, conspiracy theory going on around surrounding the documentary? Because I've seen some stuff about that, but yeah. So um, just being in LA, I, I have I have cousins that live in that area as well, and it seems to be that it really was just like a jealous beef with this person that apparently was a known snitch and that Nipsey didn't want in that area around those people and he just retaliated and and shot him and it's so sad because if people a lot of people weren't really familiar with Nipsey and Mm -hmm. I don't really listen to his music but I definitely knew a lot of the things that he was doing in the community putting stem programs in school with opening up his clothing store just the way he was giving back to the community and really trying to build up that area Mm -hmm. um it's a huge loss. It's a huge loss to Los Angeles, but specifically in that Inglewood and Crenshaw and Slauson area. It's very, very Agreed. He really was one of the good ones. He really, really was. Yeah. And I mean, I've noticed that he's been out for a while, dropped numerous amounts of mixtapes, but he just came out with his first album, which was Grammy nominated. So yeah, Yeah. gone way too soon. Yeah. Really, really, really tragic. So I hope will continue the work that he he began. So so what one thing that we really like to do and, and I'm guessing this is going to be really good coming from you. Um we we always like cuz we do have a lot of people who are trying to get into the industry, be it in music or be it in acting or or even behind the camera and writing and and different types of arts. Um we always ask our guests to give some advice that they would give to the people trying to get into the industry. So maybe some things to do uh, and more importantly maybe some things not to do or some things to look out for trying to get into the industry so um i like to say don't network make relationships Mm, i like that when when you go in into a situation like oh i'm gonna network i'm gonna network that's almost like you're just going in to get something Mm -hmm. but if you focus on building relationships with people that's gonna benefit you so much longer and i think people just need to have that mindset build relationships with people don't just look at them for what they can give you or you know what i mean because that's just a horrible way for anything so that's number one make relationships but also don't be afraid to ask like once you make these relationships the worst somebody can say is no and then you just move on you know but if you if you don't ask you never know what people may be able to help you with it took me a long time to realize that and you know but i've posted on facebook like hey does anybody know have any connection to this and you'd be so surprised how many people actually are willing to help. And I'm definitely mm-hmm. one of those people. I, I always tell people, don't be afraid to ask, because I know a million people, I have a million connections, and I'm happy to help people, because there's room at the table for everybody. Um, and the other thing is just, you have to believe in yourself, because if you don't believe in yourself, literally nobody else is going to. So, yeah. that's... It's a good point. <laughs> that's, yeah, absolutely well said. Every bit of it. I love that. Relationships. Because, I mean, like you said, it's not about, you know, finding somebody to what can you do for me. You never know. You build that relationship. It's not about what can they do for you now. Maybe nothing. But down the line, who knows? And what can you yeah. do for them? I, and, I mean, right. that, that's the whole thing, right? We we built, we pride ourselves on this podcast and with the relationships that we've built is if we can help somebody achieve their dreams or make a dream come true or get into the business, why wouldn't we want to do that? Exactly. I mean, we've had a lot of help on our, towards us. So why wouldn't we want to return that and be able to help somebody else? I mean, I think that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Definitely, definitely. Well, in the day and age of social media, it's all about the followers. It's all about the likes. So where can people find you on social media? Are you on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those good places? I'm unfortunately on everything. It's hard to keep up with. Yeah, I we completely understand. Um, it's almost like a job in itself. It is. 
It is. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I'm just at Melinda Hale, M A L Y N D A H A L E. I'm very lucky nobody else has my name. There you go. So I'm just at Melinda Hale everywhere. Simple. Very simple. That, uh, yeah, that makes it much easier, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> you don't have to put the underscore or an odd random right, number or, right. you know. Uh, I know. That, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, yeah, we talk about each week how social media can be a double-edged sword. Like, you can sometimes post your opinions on there, but sometimes, I'll be honest about it, Twitter just goes crazy. No, it'll, like, anything you say, they might go crazy. It's true. <laughs> like you yeah. said, you've gotten in trouble a few times. Me too. I still, uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, God, we let, let, let's give you one example. We were talking about um, casting for for Ironheart. I'm not. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but with the Marvel movies and everything, there's a fe- there's a female Iron Man. She's called Ironheart, and she kind of is a teenage prodigy, and she takes over for Tony or whatever. Oh. Well, we were talking about who we thought would be great. Um, to to be cast in that, and we were just re- attacked relentlessly because we said Amanda, St- I think Steinberg is her last name, Amanda, and we got just that we were trying to whitewash a character. She's not black enough to play her. She's dark skinned in the comic books, and we, I mean, we we were just lit up, right? And we were like, whoa, right? We just like this actor. <laughs> yeah, we just think she's a great actress and thought she would yeah. do great in the role. Same thing with Will Smith when they announced, you know, the um, he's going to be playing Aladdin. Venus and Serena his dad yeah like what oh, that, that one yeah people were mad about that yeah <laughs> it's just crazy though that's why we're like you could you could just make a comment and then all of a sudden get torn up on yeah. twitter like you know oh yeah you get you get crucified immediately <laughs> it's, it's super it's crazy nuts. but you stick to it anyway exactly <laughs> stick to your guns <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness well listen this has been a phenomenal conversation you're just awesome and honestly oh. welcome back anytime anytime you just want to come on with other podcasters you know shoot the shit hey, welcome back <laughs> yeah sounds good thank you for having me oh of course of course well listen we'll let you go well you know you're a busy lady we'll let you finish out the rest of your day you have a fantastic day and we'll be talking to you soon sounds good thanks guys all right now bye-bye bye man talk about somebody who just doesn't care about what anybody else thinks no and is putting herself out there and expressing it through all kinds of arts which yeah. i just love you know i mean and i love when people refer to it as the arts the arts because you know it is exactly. and it, i mean i can't think of a better way we talk about it every week on the show a better way to express yourself other than through art mm-hmm. you know be it acting or music or or literal art painting and i mean i just she was fantastic yeah she know? really was i just loved everything just about not caring about twitter not caring about what other people say and the podcast yeah i started listening it's fantastic yeah i I have no doubt i mean i just you you could tell just by the subject matter when we were doing our research she was all over it and she's like i'm gonna talk about this and this and this and and yeah she's fantastic yeah she really was thank you again linda hill coming on the show